You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com where you can find all of my written work. Today we'll talk about how the Florida Gators can improve their rushing attack for the first two segments because... I got some ideas, and we'll wrap up by talking about Big Game Boomers top QB running back duos list because I got some takes on that one. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts that you never miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, which if you paid attention to yesterday's episode, we got a little bit artsy, brought the whiteboard out for a little bit, and uh, hopefully going to be doing a bit more of that, especially during the season once the game starts. Just just letting you know that one, so it'd be beneficial to be on YouTube. The NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Lockdown Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, the Lockdown NFL Podcast is previewing every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the ultimate season preview on 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts to tune in. Again, beginning August 30th. And we're starting off talking about improving the run game. Like I said, promise you this, we're starting it. We're getting in the middle and we're finishing, of course, with the QB running back duos list. But yeah, we're starting off now and I'm going to start off with the I'll, I'll say the easiest bit um, because it's the one that I'm going to get out of the way because there's only so much you can say about it, right? Uh, the offensive line, you know, uh, obviously they need to be better than they were last year. I'm not going to harp on it too much because at this point we're as talented as we're going to get. And pretty much everything that I'm talking about involving the run game involves them covering their uh, deficiencies, I'll say, or inconsistencies a little bit. So that's something that, again, like I, I can only talk so much about that. Instead, I'm going to talk about how we can, I guess, strategically improve this running game, or at least ways that I would like to see the Gators improve their running game over last year. Because, of course, now we don't have Kyle Trask anymore, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing or it's a good thing that we don't have him. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that we had him. I am saying it's different. That, that That's what I'll say. It, it's a different thing that we have now because – the running game at times got completely ignored last year. And you can hear more about that on Lockdown SEC yesterday because we did an SEC East preview and we spoke about that, myself and Chris Gordy. And um, yes, but one of the ways that I want to see us get involved more is strictly getting Emory Jones involved more. Um, now we have, again, no Kyle Trask. We have Emory Jones. We have Anthony Richardson. Both are very mobile quarterbacks. Both have big arms. So both can get it done in the air and on the ground. But again, we're talking about on the ground here, but I want to see the quarterbacks get involved more. Last year, <laughs> last year the quarterback was involved a little too much in the run game with Kyle Trask running uh, quarterback draws or quarterback powers pretty much every time that uh, that the defense that the offense would go empty and the defense would not respect the run game. There, Kyle Trask would show them why they should not respect the run game. It, it just didn't work. As much as I love Kyle Trask, it just didn't work this year. 
I hope that teams try to do the same thing. And when we go empty, when we go empty set, I hope that they give us numbers in the box because Emory Jones, Anthony Richardson, whoever it is, will make them pay. And I mean, I, I can't wait to see it. Another way that I want to see us get open up the run game a little bit more and kind of improve there is the option game. I've been very vocal about wanting to see the option game come back to Florida in a more prominent way. I want to see read options between quarterback, running back. I want to see read options between quarterback, quarterback. I want to see every possible option we can see. I want to see two running backs in the backfield. I want to see two quarterbacks and a running back in the backfield and run a triple option that way. I want to see uh, run the read option and have a slot shovel option or even not even a shovel, just go around behind him. I want to see so much of this option game because I think that I mean, the Gators might have one of the most versatile option um, potential versatile option attacks that we've seen in all of college football, not just with the Gators, because we've got so much athleticism at pretty much every position where it's something that a lot of teams can't say the same about because, sure, teams have better receivers than we do. That's fine. Teams have better running backs than we do. That's fine. Teams have better quarterbacks than we do. That is fine, but very few, if any, teams have as many versatile receivers as we have, as many versatile running backs as we have, as many versatile quarterbacks as we have, and that is what truly separates this Florida Gators offense from every offense in college football, really, is having that versatility to put so many different guys on the field and be able to be productive in so many different ways that, I mean, that's seriously overlooked right now. If you're a Gators fan, you know. But if you're not a Gators fan, you're overlooking the versatility of this offense and the potential of this offense to especially open things up with the option game. I want to see us rotate in running backs even more. The Florida Gators have one of the, um, I don't, I'll, I'll say one of the deepest running back rooms in all of college football, where we've got four or five, really, that we could see on the field at any point, and I'm not going to be like, oh, this guy's on the field. Like, that's not going to be an issue for us because we have so many talented running backs that can get it done. I want to see Damian Pierce. I want to see Naquan Wright. I want to see Millie Davis. I want to see DeMarcus Ball. I want to see every possible running back we can because we've got just so much talent, especially if we're bringing out the option and triple option, I want to see, again, I want to see inverted veer, everything. I want it all. Just give, just give me the option offense, please. Not full option, but I want pretty much every run play to be an option play. Like that's, that's where I'm at. I want to see this happen because it can work. College football players are not as disciplined as NFL football players. That's why the option works so much better in college. And if we rotate in running backs even more, Sure, this offensive line, question marks throughout. Like there, there, There's no denying that. But if we keep rotating in running backs and we keep them fresh, we can hope that, uh, that they'll have fresh enough legs to maybe make up for this and maybe turn some should-be losses into hopeful gains. And honestly, like I'm stoked for this team. Like I think this running game is going to be better than we've seen in recent years. And we're going to talk more about it. But first... As we build the anticipation for the football season, which is next week, baby, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market, and it ain't remotely close. 
I know people all over going coconut brownie chunk this, the spicy boat bar this, chocolate grasshopper this. You're fooling yourself. It's all about salted caramel. And, <laughs> my God, my heart, it's so good. But I mean, that, that yeah, that's where I'm at right now. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that's no longer a problem. Built Bar is your low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber solution. You can even enjoy Built Bar if you're keto. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. And next, I'm talking home field, baby. I got the Swamp shirt on. Like, I'm ready for it. Add Miami, Georgia, and Washington to the list of slain home field opponents. Home field apparel recently introduced the best big new Saturday school with the University of Florida. And I'm not being hyperbolic. We took every record they had, took it to the curb, curb stomped it to oblivion we demolished every record they had boise state like you're coming up next but you're gonna swing and miss too we just know you just can't hang with us it's fine it's cool i I love you for trying but (laughs) you ain't got a shot thank you to everybody who participated in big new saturday because i know i had an absolute blast being a part of it i'm gonna continue talking my trash because that's what I do. I'm that. That's who I am. I'm sorry. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On Gators for fifteen percent off of your first purchase at HomeFieldApparel.com. Because mm, they they clean. I'll tell you that. Talking about improving the run game even more. Here's another way I want to see you get involved. I know I mentioned, not even mentioned. I gushed about the option, and I mentioned the possibility of having an option with a slot receiver and i'll i will also say i've had this idea for an option play that maybe i'll draw up sometime but i'll briefly explain it where it's read option running back comes on an end around and maybe run that little toss as your triple option it's it's a beautiful thing i'm just saying i'm just saying i like to draw plays dabble around with them and that's one thing but i want to see more wide receiver runs jet sweeps and arounds whatever it is and for the purpose of this i'll include jet touch passes because which if you play madden you know that that but little pop passes just because they're glorified runs that's pretty much what they are so i'll i'll include them there where i want to see more wide receiver runs because we've got guys like jacob copeland and jordan pouncey and i know i mentioned jordan pouncey a lot as a guy that i want to see as a uh, as a runner and there's good reason for that. He was a very good running back when he was in college. I mean, he was in high school. Like That's one thing that he excelled at in his senior year. He just stepped in. And when he was in Lockdown Gators, we spoke about it. I was like, hey, like you were running back when you were in high school. What happened? He's like, I just played where I was needed. Like That's what it came down to. I want to see him get the ball more because he can clearly make plays with the ball in his hands. So I want to see guys like... Jacob Copeland with the ball in his hands. I want to see Trent Whitmore with the ball in his hands and Jordan Pouncey and Rick Wells and whoever else you want to give the ball. I want to see them have the ball in their hands. I want to see them be able to make some plays, be given that opportunity to make some plays because that is a beautiful thing. And again, more carries to go around, fresher legs we've got. And I don't want to see them just get the ball on jet sweeps and end arounds and all these double reverses, whatever it is. I want to see them line up in the backfield. Like we saw with Kadarius Tony. So I'm not acting like we didn't see that, but maybe see a little bit more of it. I realize that could be a little bit difficult just given that we have uh, 
so many talented running backs, but I, I would like to see them, especially like one, all right, one of the things that on my list of improving this running game is pre-snap motion. What if we had Jacob Copeland in the slot come down into the backfield, even though we already have a running back there? Let's say we have Emory Jones. Let's say we have Damian Pierce. We bring down Jacob Copeland from the slot, and then we've got numbers. We've got a fantastic receiving option out of the backfield, and we can see a little bit of triple option, whatever it is, but we can keep defenses on their toes by using pre-snap motion. And yeah, I want to see guys like Jacob Copeland, Jordan Pouncey, Trent Woodmore in the backfield as people who are just straight up taking handoffs inside zone, outside zone, whatever it is. I want to see you give them the ball power, but I'm not super confident in this offensive line. So I'm going to stick to zone because it tends to be a little bit simpler, I'll say in some ways. So I'll stick with that. Um, but another way that I want to see this offense improve really, and this is one of the, uh, not one of the biggest ways, but one of the simplest yet most effective, one of the most efficient ways we can improve this rushing attack. I want to see Kimura Gamble and Keon Zipper get the, uh, get the ball, get on the field more. That's what I want to say. I want to see more snaps from them because, and I don't mean singularly i mean together i want to have it more two tight end sets because we saw gamble and pitts do it last year i want to see gamble and zipper do it this year because one they add extra blocking and receiving ability but two it lets us kind of get a little uh, a little more creative because iowa state is this thing that i really love so much where and they'll run a read option doesn't have to be a read option but they'll run a read option and they'll have their tight end come across the formation and help block for the quarterback. And that's something that I really want to see Florida do this year. I mean, um, if you play Madden, you would know it as like inside zone split, but like think of it with a read option instead. So I want to see that because I think that, especially with our tight ends, like that could be huge, especially with our tight ends, especially with our quarterbacks. Like that could be a huge part of this offense that a lot of people are overlooking at this point. And it's, it, it's silly. So like, I would love to see yeah, us get Kimura Gamble and Keon Zipper on the field more often in any capacity, you know, whether they line up as they can put them in the backfield, use them, as, use them as fullbacks. I don't care. Use them as H backs. I don't care. I want to see them on the field because they bring so much blocking ability or not so much blocking ability as much as an offensive lineman would. But if you go six offensive linemen, then you're taking away a legitimate receiving threat. If you put more tight ends on the field, you could see more. Like, I, I, I want to see them. You know, I want to see the tight ends go in motion pre-snap. I want to see the tight ends go in the backfield to the to the slot. I want to see them go everywhere we possibly can because seriously, like we have a very talented tight end room, very talented tight end coach, good tight end depth, and showing the usage of our tight ends, whether it's involved in the passing game, running game as receive as rushers or blockers. I want to see them get involved and get moving because one, we'll be more successful that way. Two we'll look better to recruits that way. <laughs> like that, that's it. Like I, we'll, we'll find more success and we'll be, and we'll bring in better tight end recruits, thus making us even more successful at tight end. Like we are going to be tight end university. I have no doubts about that. So seeing guys like Kimori Gamble and Keon Zipper get involved and get on the field and get significant snaps and significant playing time on a team where we're thought of, like we're going to go lighter than most, that would be huge for the Gators for, present and future. So I'm incredibly excited for it because I want to see us win a natty. But do you think the Gators have a shot at the natty this year? If you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 2,800 odds. And I'm just saying, 
I'm going to take them. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet online, new cars, award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. And if you get like a late night itch to bet, Japanese soccer, 1 a.m. games. I'm just saying that's, I do it a lot. I'm sorry. But real time updated odds and props on almost. <clears throat> Anything you can imagine, it is the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Ramping it up for football season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code locked on. That is L O C K E D O N. And to wrap up today, this is going to be a little bit of a quicker segment probably, but we're talking about Big Game Boomer and his quarterback running back duo list. Like we know Big Game Boomer, he puts out a lot of lists um, that people have a lot of opinions about. And uh, this is no different. And I, I read most of them. I have opinions about most of them, but I don't talk about most of them, if that makes sense. Um, but this one I just wanted to cover a little bit because... I was talking about the run game anyway, so why not talk about running backs a little bit? Quarterback, running back, duo list. Florida came in at number 41, which is foolish to me. Um, Emory Jones and Damian Pierce were the players listed, which makes a whole lot of sense, like starting quarterback, starting running back, or, or primary quarterback, primary running back, because, you know, Dan Mullins, Mr. I don't have one starter and backup. I have two starters and then backups and all that stuff. And of course, you've got so many talented running backs that are going to see the field consistently where it's like, yeah, primary running back, primary quarterback got lifted, got listed. That's fine. Um, ways that it makes sense is like Damian Pierce wasn't super productive last year. So I get having a little bit of doubt there. That's that's totally understandable. Uh, Emory Jones haven't seen him play a ton so he's a bit of an unknown as a full-timer so I, I get being a little hesitant there that's not where my issue lies like my issue does not lie with Florida being ranked number 41 necessarily um like it, it does and it doesn't because my issue isn't Florida being that low it's more the teams that are above Florida that's my issue uh because ways that it makes kind of no sense to me in a way um is it just emory as a passer because if you're including him as a passer and a runner florida's got to be way higher on the list like that that's where i'm like there's not 40 teams that have better uh dual threat quarterbacks in addition to having a talented running back that, that's where i'm at. and like there are some lists where it's like okay uh they're there because how talented they're quarterback is they're there because how talented their running back is they're there because they're running because their quarterback's a good rusher like i i don't like to insult other schools especially schools that i like but like tcu's there and max duggan has been wildly inconsistent so far zach evans is very talented they're above florida they have no business being above florida like i want to make that very clear i love max duggan i love zach evans but they're not better than emory jones and damian pierce that's just a fact sorry Poor O-line? Does that matter? Because there were quite a few schools with um, more questionable O-lines than the Gators have, which is saying a lot, by the way. Um, so does it just ignore it? Does it pick and choose when to have it? like that? And 
again, like I mentioned, like it's not so much the schools that are ahead or it's not so much that Florida's at 41. It's that they're like the schools that are ahead don't make sense. It's, it's similar to the gripe I have with like the top 25 rankings um, where it's not necessarily Florida being ranked at whatever spot you have them at. It's who you have above them. That's my issue. Like, for example, like, all right, this big game boomer list had Ohio State higher than Florida and Bama higher than Florida. And it's like, does that make sense at all? Because I know I mentioned Florida, like Emory Jones is a bit of an unknown, but like CJ Stroud for Ohio State and Bryce Young for Alabama are complete unknowns. Like that's why it's like, I, I don't understand the list because it makes no sense if you're using the point that Emory Jones is a bit of an unknown, even though he's been here for three years and he's played fairly consistently for the final two, for the past two of them. But CJ Stroud, complete unknown. I'm fairly certain he doesn't even have a passing attempt in his college career, just rushing attempts. And then Bryce Young, another complete unknown. Like I, I excluded DJ Ugalele from that list because we at least saw him start some games and get some decent playing time but like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud above any any duo really like they're just complete unknowns you're ranking them off their high school ranking at that point and it makes just no sense but I didn't want to uh I didn't want to tweet at him because I don't want to give him that engagement I'll, I'll uh yeah I'm not gonna encourage him by giving him that I will say though horseradish um <laughs> But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me Monday as it's game week for the Gators next week. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube right here. You know, Locked On Gators. Just look it up. We're having some fun with it. We'll be doing more visual work as time goes on. So get excited. Get ready for it. Be sure to check out Locked On SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Yesterday saw the release of the SEC East preview, including me on there talking about our Gators, baby. Let's go. Betting on the Gators doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you listen to podcasts.